figuring it out. Figuring it out. What's it all about? We're figuring it out. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Figuring It Out with Richard Gavigan. I am Richard Gavigan. This is the one and only podcast that takes place completely inside of a car. And if it's not, then it's the one and only podcast that I know of that takes place completely inside of a 2015 Toyota Prius C. Um, you know, I'm just driving around and uh, I drive around all week. I'm always in my car in LA. I'm always in my car and I just ramble all week and then I cut it all up and try to make something out of it. So I hope you guys enjoy this madness. Today's Thursday. Yesterday was Wednesday. Wednesday is my three-a-day jujitsu. I go to, to all three classes, the 7 a.m., 12.30, and the 8.30 p.m. And uh, what's cool about doing that when you train three times a day is that when at the end of training, when it's time to roll, to spar, uh, you can hide and run away. And then if people are like, hey, you're not sparring, you can say, oh, I'm training three times today. I'm saving my energy. And you can say that at every class. And at the last class, you can say, oh, I already trained a lot today. I don't want to spar. And that's how you can avoid challenging situations. Oh, my God, that truck is on fire. That truck is on fire. That truck is on fire. I wish I had somewhere to go with that. Because that truck was on fire, smoke everywhere, there were firefighters, and all I could do was sing what I was observing. Not an actual nuanced perspective or anything, just singing that truck was on fire. It's things like that that make me question my decision to pursue a career in in comedy and the arts. Um, Or maybe I should just be a singer. Nope, not all who wander are lost. Not all who wander are lost. This guy has on the back of his Jeep. And not all who are lost are wandering. Some people are on like a very uh, a rigid path and they're not wandering, but they are lost on that path because that path isn't in alignment with their chakras chakras. I don't know if that's like a a real thing or just an LA thing, but I hear about chakras a lot. And uh, I'm thinking about making an appointment to get my chakras checked out, get them aligned. Um, You know, you got to get your brakes aligned, your your brake alignment, your wheel alignment. You got to get your your chakra alignment, your spinal alignment, a lot of alignments, a lot of lines. But you got to, you got to think outside the lines and do something with that. I think I should be a motivational speaker. Get to the choppa. This this um, extremely dusty, dirty, which I'm no one to talk because my car is quite dirty on the outside, but this even dirtier than mine car from Arizona has a get to the choppa bumper sticker on the back. I wonder what compels someone to buy, that's not even a bumper sticker, that's a, a window sticker. I wonder what compels someone to to buy a sticker like that, get to the chopper, and just put it on the back of their car. What's the deal with bumper stickers? Kill yourself. In my car right above my glove compartment, I have a a couple books. And uh, one of the books I have is Viktor Frankl's Man's Search for Meaning. And uh, it's a very powerful book, but I, I'm now realizing that when people get in my car, they see that man's search for meaning, and then I'm driving, and they're probably like, oh, fuck, this guy doesn't have any meaning, and he 
he's 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 driving the vehicle now. That's not good because you don't you don't want someone with nothing to lose to be driving you around. You don't want that. Right now, I'm uh, struggling with a, a bit of a STI, um, a stubbed toe injury. Uh, Jiu-jitsu the other day, we were doing like this headstand pass, and uh, when my foot came down, I stubbed my toe, and it just sucks because it's a severe stubbed toe, but no matter how severe a stubbed toe is, it's still just a stubbed toe, and there's no way to say that you have a stubbed toe without sounding like a complete pussy. And uh, it's fucking all swollen and black and blue, and it just doesn't matter because it's just a stubbed toe. And I'm like, fuck, why couldn't I have just broken it? If I broke it, then I wouldn't feel like such a bitch. But no, I just severely stubbed it. It's impacting the way I walk. It's impacting the way I put weight on my feet. So I'm just hobbling around now on my stubbed toe. It's the middle toe, my middle toe. I can't even give people a solid fuck you with my right foot now. But... It will heal. It will heal just like just like I am healing. I am healing my childhood trauma and my stubbed toe. They are both swollen and bruised. Not every metaphor makes sense. No metaphor is supposed to make sense. Right now I'm behind a Porsche with a license plate love song. Um Okay. Custom license plates. It just, it just, I'll never understand people who actually spend money to get a customized government ID. These people, like, these people are a step below bumper stickers. Like, bumper stickers, it's like, okay, you, you bought that and put it in your car. You're pretty fucking stupid, but at least you didn't have to go through a bureaucratic process to get your custom government bumper sticker. These people, a custom license plate I have a problem with, which makes me just want to rear-end this guy, but we can't do that, because that's not what this podcast is about. It's not about causing auto accidents, which I know people probably think, hey, you're literally on your phone while driving. You're trying to cause a car accident, but I'm not on my phone. I'm on the microphone. Was that a joke? Maybe I'll insert a laugh track to that. I'm not on the phone. I'm on the microphone. <laughs> so maybe it's just a micro offense then. And I, uh, whatever the going rate is for catching someone on their phone while driving, maybe I will get the micro version of that for being on my microphone while driving. 8DMX114. DMX, wasn't that a guy? A rapper? Was that X gonna give it to you? Was that his name? DMX? I don't know. I wasn't allowed to listen to rap growing up, so that, you know, whole part of American culture is kind of like, I'm blinded to that. I don't even know anything about it. And the reason I wasn't allowed to listen to rap growing up um, wasn't so much about, like, the content or the lyrics or anything. It was more so because um, rappers tend to be black, and my dad did not like that. So... You know, go ahead and comment below if your father's racist. Comment below um, if you have a racist father and um, just drop in who he's racist against. And um, maybe write down um, your father's favorite slur.
Go ahead and comment below your father's favorite slur, and uh, we will select the best comment. And I'll say it on air. Just kidding. I don't want to get canceled. I'm afraid of getting canceled. But I feel like I should worry about getting to a position to even be canceled in first before I'm worried about getting canceled. I know a lot of people like that who are like so afraid of getting canceled, but like they're not even cancelable because they don't matter. They're at the same level as me where we just don't matter. And it's okay not to matter because I want to be an entertainer, but just because I want to be an entertainer doesn't mean I need an audience because a lot of this entertainment that I'm doing is for myself. Entertain yourself first, then worry about getting an audience. So I'm going to keep doing acting and comedy and do it for myself. And then maybe one day I will get an audience. But it's not about that. Entertainment is not always about having an audience. Sometimes entertainment is, is just about yourself and making yourself giggle, hoo-ha, chuckle, laugh, guffaw, not goof-off, guffaw. What did I learn in college? I learned, I learned that, man, what did I learn in college? What did I do for those four years? Oh my God, what have I been doing with my life? Oh my God. And the spiraling starts. I'm in so much debt and I'm a failure in this industry. What am I even going to do? How am I going to get out of this situation? I just don't want to do anything desperate. The darkness is just closing in on me every day and it's a battle to fight it off. But it seems like I fight back the darkness and it comes back stronger the next day. I'm wondering when the inertia will build up and I will be able to combat this darkness that seems to be lingering over me day by day hour by hour breath to breath let's do an ad read what is a gel blaster? gelblaster.com um I just read that on a bench it looked like it was some kind of like new age nerf gun or squirt gun so go to um what is a gelblaster.com Enter promo code uh, FIO, F-I-O, figuring it out. Enter promo code FIO at whatisagelblaster.com. Um, and let me know if the it works. Let me know if the coupon code works. That'll be uh, really interesting if it does. I do love these billboards in L.A. There's one right now. It's called, there's a billboard heaven, and it's just a girl on it. And there's no context or anything. It just says heaven with a girl. And I feel like there's probably some chick who thinks she's going to make it out here by throwing her own face on a billboard and maybe an agent will see her i don't know i hope the best for her i wish you luck heaven i wish i had the balls to do what you're doing heaven i wish i could be in stilettos showing my butthole on a billboard on melrose right now god bless you you know what the interesting thing is about um staying sober because i smoke a lot of weed and right now i'm trying to to stay sober more and what's interesting about staying sober after smoking weed so much is that um, life is just pain and when you're sober you feel all that pain and that's all I have to say about that I had a, a fight rehearsal yesterday for this movie I'm working on and um, I gotta say what well, was cool um, 
is having this STI, stub toe injury, um, going through it. My toe's all black and blue, and it, it's affecting me a little bit, you know, uh, enough to actually talk about it and waste time thinking about it. Um, maybe I'll post pictures of it. Probably not. Um, I'm not going to post pictures of my feet. I don't want you all jerking off to feet because I know people have feet fetish. I know my dad has a foot fetish. How do I know that? Because he fucking told me. What was cool, though, about having this STI, stub toe injury, while doing the fight rehearsals is, like, I just, I got to have this, like, like, just tiny moment of feeling like Jackie Chan because he's just broken every bone in his body and he still, like, shows up in film. And I have, like, my little bruised toe and I'm like, man, I am exactly like Jackie Chan right now and this is great. I wish 10-year-old me could see me right now because, I mean, he'd see me, like, just, you know, fighting, being exactly like Jackie Chan, like, working with injuries, exactly like Jackie Chan. And I know 10-year-old me would be like, man, that's so cool. And I'd tell 10-year-old me, like, hey, don't try to kill yourself next year, okay? I know it seems like a good idea. Don't try it. <laughs> gas is getting expensive, right? Because I'm driving a car, so I'm going to look at gas prices, and then I'll have to comment that they're expensive. People always say that gas is expensive. I've never heard someone say, man, gas is real cheap right now. No one ever says that. It's always gas is expensive. And I think it's also funny that people complain that gas is expensive because it's such a necessity to life. Like, you, regardless of how expensive it is, you're going to have to fill up your car. So why are you even, like, wasting mental energy thinking about the price of gas? Because you're going to buy it anyway. Like, yeah, you, I mean, comparing gas stations is different. But just to complain, like, oh, gas is expensive, it's like, yeah, no shit. Those are the same people who are like, ah, it's hot outside. It's like, yeah, no shit. Shut the fuck up. Yeah, it's hot, and I'm sweating, and gas is expensive, and my father's gay, okay? I don't know, I don't know what to tell you, okay? Life is hard, things happen, both your parents have herpes, you don't want to hear about it, but they throw it in your face, and they tell you it, and then you're like, I don't know what to do with this information except for to blast it on a podcast. And we're pulling up now. Thank you all for listening, unless I cut all of this out and go, um, you know, jump off a bridge or something, I don't know. I won't keep making suicidal jokes. But also, I'm not good at keeping promises, so we'll see. So I just had this one customer, right? I, I roll up. I'm in Santa Clarita right now. And uh, I roll up to this nice house in this nice neighborhood. And uh, there's a, a chick outside holding a baby with a man and some bags packed. So I assume, like, oh, I, I guess I'm taking her to the airport or something. So I pull up and... Uh, you know, I'm like, hi, how are you? And she's like, fine, and, and you know, puts her bags and stuff in. And then the guy walks around and, and throws the bag uh, in the back seat. And I'm just like, hi, how are you? And he's like, not good. I was like, oh. And then he's like, yeah, she's a cheater and a whore. And then he walks around and says, bye, trash. And just walks off. And I'm like, oh, God. I think he's going to go get a gun and shoot both of us. Ha ha. And I, I got it out of there as fast as I could. And I had no idea what to say. I was just like, are, are you okay? And she's like, yeah. I was like, do, do you want an iPhone charger? And uh, she did not want an iPhone charger. And um, and uh, I, I drove her and I drove her. And, they, and Uber, I never know where I'm going until I get there. And then when we get there, I'm like, oh, this is a motel. This is super sad. And um, after I dropped her off, I was like, you know, this woman just got kicked out of her house with her baby. I mean, this is such a fucked up situation. I have to do a podcast about it. And um, 
yeah, I really hope that I am able to to make something out of this tragedy because someone needs to and she didn't look like she was going to be able to at least not right now so it's on me to to make something out of this tragedy to make content out of this and maybe maybe it's not a tragedy i shouldn't say that maybe it's for the best um it's, it's it, it was yeah wow that was awkward it was just so awkward it, it was one of those things though it, it, i will say this it was one of those things where like um it was a it was a nice house um it was a it was a large nice house and the guy was older and the woman did appear to be younger so i don't know if this was a uh sugar daddy situation in which case uh i don't understand why he would be so upset i mean i guess i do understand um, why he'd be upset if he's spending all this money on this woman and then she's uh, you know, banging other dudes on the side. But, I mean, you can't blame her if you're twice her age and you, and you can barely get it up. Then, yeah, she's going to go jump on another D. And that's okay. It's 2022. We have to accept that people jump on other Ds sometimes. I do wonder whose baby that was. Like, that's what I'm really curious about. Because, like, that guy was just like, bye. And I'm wondering, I don't, I don't think it was his baby. Maybe it was. I don't know. No matter what, though, that baby's going to have a fucked up life. That's who the real victim of this is. The real victim in this situation is the baby and me, quite frankly. I'm the victim. I shouldn't have had to deal with that awkwardness. But I got to tell you, I love it. I do love confrontation. Well, uh, confrontation terrifies me. Confrontation terrifies me, but I'm also like attracted to it, like women. So, um, uh, as it was happening, I was just full of fear and half erect. And um, that's like a flow state, I think. I was in like a flow state, a flow state of fear and horniness. And that's a good way to be, I think. Maybe it's not. It's a way to be. I don't want to label it as good or bad. It's just a way to be. Fearful and erect. Horrified and horny. Terrified and tantalized. How many more do I got? We'll see. No, that was the last one. Terrified and tantalized. I like that. That sounds like a, like a, a bad like slogan for like a sexy haunted house like you'll be terrified and tantalized and you got all these like stripper zombies coming out and they're doing stripper zombie things haunted houses I remember in elementary school our school would do like a haunted house in the art room and they would convert the art room to a, a haunted house which is in hindsight super cool and wild that they did that and I remember I guess my it seemed to be my neighborhood was heavily involved in the school so uh, I got to be a part of the haunted house one year and that was super fun and I, I got to lay on a table with like fake guts coming out of me and I just had to like lay there and go and um, I, I guess that that was just enough to inspire me to say hey maybe one day I'll be an actor 
and um, I, I think so far that my my top acting roles were probably Dead Disemboweled Guy when I was in third grade, and uh, Jim from Chinese Speaking Vampires, now on Amazon Prime. Um, go watch it and support me because I need validation. So watch the movie. Comment below if you watched the movie. And, uh, or just comment below if you didn't watch the movie, but just tell me that you watched the movie. I'll believe you. I'm pretty naive and gullible and depressed, so I'll take anything. Chinese-speaking vampires. That's my first feature-length movie out here in Hollyweird. Super, I was super happy to be a part of that movie. It was a cool experience, and I'm super happy that experience is over, though, because it was a nightmare of an experience. But hey, such is life. Um, part of the game, you gotta do stuff. I heard they're trying to make a sequel for Chinese Speaking Vampires 2. I have no idea if I'll be in it or not. Uh, they said I'll be in it. I don't even know if they're gonna be able to make it. I keep getting emails or, or messages or I see posts from them that they're still like looking for investors. So if you want to invest in Chinese Speaking Vampires 2 and you have $25,000 to pitch because that's like I think the bottom level they're asking for is $25,000. They're, they're, I think they're trying to get Danny Trejo? I don't know, man. I don't know. Maybe I'm not even supposed to be talking about this. But who cares, really? Am I right? Nothing matters, and we're all gonna die. Chinese-speaking vampires. What a great premise for a movie. That's funny. You get bit by a, a, a this Chinese vampire. You get bit by it, and then you can only speak Chinese. I think that, that was pretty cool. What I liked about the movie, too, is that um, they had these actors who had to speak Chinese, and... Uh, they just couldn't speak Chinese. And they were like, fuck it, just do your best. And uh, what is also funny is that the people who are native Chinese in that movie struggle with English a little bit. So the movie is in two languages and both languages are unintelligible. Um, but it is a fun movie, it is fun to watch. Um, I will say that, it is fun to watch. Uh, everyone who I have talked to has enjoyed it, and uh, those people being me, myself, and I. <laughs> no, I actually had a, a friend, uh, a close friend of mine uh, from back home call me and said he, he got around to watching it, and he was like, it's actually not that bad, which is a good compliment. That's a good compliment. It's actually not that bad. I'll take that. And um, honestly, it means the world to me that, that friends take the time to watch that, because that's a... That's a huge chunk of your day that you're taking out to watch a a movie, a B movie like that. Especially when there's things like constantly, like there are so many amazing movies and TV shows out right now that I don't even understand how someone could choose to spend the time to watch Chinese speaking vampires. And it might sound like I'm shitting on the movie. I'm not shitting on the movie. I'm not. It's just objectively, it's a, it's a B movie. And there, there is just so much good content. Like, you, you can just watch Oscar and Emmy-worthy stuff all day, every day, and you'll never run out of things to watch. Um, there's just a lot of good things to watch out there. That's what this podcast is going to be about. Me shitting on the movies I've been in so I don't get any callbacks, and then I get banned from Hollywood like that one chick. Who was that chicken knocked up who talked shit on the director and then no one hires her anymore? That's going to be me now because I'm talking shit on Chinese-speaking vampires. And I'm not talking shit on Chinese-speaking vampires. I'm saying it wasn't that bad, okay? 
So I'm actually complimenting it, and that's not a backhanded compliment because I don't know what a backhanded compliment really is because I don't get nuance. So I know motels are popular places for whores, so maybe she was a whore. Maybe he wasn't even insulting her. Maybe maybe he was just saying what her job was. No, that's fucking stupid because he called her a cheater and trash. What are you doing, Rick? Are you trying to rationalize this situation? Like, what is this? Are you trying to be funny? Because it's not. Get your shit together, okay? Figure it out. That's the name of the podcast. You see, sometimes I like to insert the name of the podcast into the podcast. So then while you're watching the podcast, you remember what podcast you're listening to. And then that further reinforces this podcast into your mind. Figuring it out. We are just figuring it out. F-I-O, figuring it out. We're figuring it out here. I'm always trying to figure it out. Um, I do wonder if I will ever have figured it out, and I do wonder what it is, and I wonder how I'm going to get it out. But I do hope that I am able to figure it out one day. Ooh, traffic is coming to a complete standstill. This is fun. Maybe I could interview someone in the car next to me. Maybe I'll do that. I do want to do that. I do want to like roll down the window and just be like, hey, you want to be on my podcast? But this is LA and I do feel like I'll get shot. So maybe I'll just have to look for like a Prius. Maybe. I feel like a Prius won't shoot back because I'm in a Prius. So we'll, we'll be Prius Prius and pee pee bros. We'll be pee pee bros. That guy has a big truck. He'll definitely shoot me. He has a gun. I know. Why? Because guys with trucks have guns? Yeah, usually. Usually people with trucks. Well, not all people with trucks have guns, but people who have guns usually have a truck, maybe. Does that track? Does any of this make sense? I don't know. I shouldn't stereotype gun owners. Anyone can be a gun owner, really. This is America. Anyone can buy a gun, as it should be. And I'm going to lose all my viewers now. There's really only one requirement to own a gun, and that's... Money? No... What is a gun owner? What is a gun owner? What when you really break it down, what is a gun owner? It's a person who owns a firearm. I miss shooting guns. I haven't shot guns in a long time. Shooting guns is a lot of fun. I was so oh, in my in my acting school. In my acting school, I hate myself for even saying that sentence. In my acting school, there were a lot of uh, international students. We had a guy, and my group of friends, I, I had a guy from Germany, a guy from India, and a guy from Italy. And uh, none of them had shot guns. And, you know, shooting guns isn't a real easy thing to do in those countries. So I got to take all these guys and uh, to go shoot guns and, and you know, get to bust their, their cherry with, you know, gunpowder and stuff. I got to bust their cherry with firearms, and man, that was a special night. These guys, they guys, they just love it so much. And they're all super emotional actors, so they're just like, you know, one guy was just like, I, I feel so powerful. And I'm like, yeah, why don't you calm down and take your finger out of the trigger well for a second before you start doing a monologue, okay? These guys were great, though. Oh, my God. That just the, the smell of gunpowder. And it's just, it was so cool seeing them, like, just light up and... And just ah, it was such a special experience. I, I I I highly recommend if you if you're a gun owner or if you're into firearms and you have the opportunity 
to take someone shooting for the first time, do it. It is magical. You you get to watch someone and, and just their brain like clicks in a way. It's just like you, you can see they just have a new perspective on a lot of things because if you know, you know, and if you don't know, you don't know. So if, if you're a gun owner or if you're into firearms and you know someone who has never shot a firearm, take them. Take them and have them have that experience. And if they don't want to do it, force them. Don't don't put a gun to their head and force them metaphor like don't don't metaphorically put a gun to their head. Don't literally put a gun to their head and do it either. Um, don't put any guns to anyone's heads, but do peer pressure your your firearm virgins into going and trying to shoot a gun. Because it is magical and it it is exciting and it is uh yeah it's a cool experience. It's fun to try new things. Uh, I'm trying I'm trying to do a little bit more painting. I did my first painting two months ago, uh, an oil painting. My wife is uh, really into oil painting and she's very talented at it. And uh, she wanted me to try it, so uh, uh, I picked a uh, like a snowy mountain to do. Mountain seems to be kind of like a nice safe starter painting it seems and uh i got to do that and uh i i am not talented when it comes to like putting pen to paper or brush to board or whatever i i, w- I didn't do well in my uh calligraphy class in, in college i had a, a chinese calligraphy class i fucking hated it and my teacher ran it like chairman mao I, re- I remember getting super high one time and having to do my calligraphy homework and uh my teacher wang laosher wang laosher wang teacher so teacher wang and uh, she was so strict and she was so mean. And I remember being at home, high, doing my calligraphy and just having like a paranoia attack like, oh my God, Wang Lao is gonna know I'm high. She's gonna be able to see my brush strokes and just know I was high. She's gonna know. And uh, that was actually one of like my first experiences with marijuana. Um, but yeah, I'm getting into painting, trying new things. Uh, there's a guy I follow uh, on Instagram, Timbo Took. Uh, he just does all Lord of the Ring paintings, so I'm really excited to try one of his because uh, I'm, a, I'm, I'm a big Lord of the Rings nerd too. So yeah, I, I, I want to do one of his. Uh, they all look pretty difficult and intimidating, but I want to try it. And, and I want to I want to find that Zen level like Bob Ross, where you just make happy little mistakes and it's okay and you you don't always talk about killing yourself that's where i want to get to but it's an ideal it's something we aim for not necessarily hit oh and these happy little trees timbo took though shout out to that guy if uh if you don't know him check him out he's super funny he, he does his whole hobbit character and he but he does like actual legit painting instructionals and they're all from lord of the rings scenes and stuff I'm super excited to try out one of his. I'm very much looking forward to that. Ah, come on. And I missed an exit. I miss a lot of exits while recording this. So, um, so you, the viewer, know that I am sacrificing gas and time for your entertainment. Uh, I want you guys to know the great sacrifice I'm making. By missing these exits, especially with how much gas is right now, because that's what we do as as drivers. We have to comment on the gas. Uh, I'm pretty sure I already talked about that this morning. Wishbone. What's the story? Wishbone. Do you guys remember Wishbone? That was like a 
thing. They had like a dog and like I think they would do like classic stories and then the dog would like play the character of the story. I remember the Prince and the Pauper. That one stuck out to me for, for some reason. And I don't remember any any of the actual content. I just remember this dog running back and forth in costumes. And I, I now now that I'm like trying to, to do acting and all this crap, I, I see like Like, just those production meetings were like, you know, okay, what's the shooting schedule today? All right, well, we have the dog, and we're going to put him in this costume, and he's going to run this way. And then we're going to switch costumes, and he'll run back, and then we'll, we'll do another costume switch, and he'll run back and forth a few times, and then uh, that's the movie. And uh, that some poor guys to be like, my God, I, I'm such a huge fan of Quentin Tarantino. I went to film school. I just want to make art, and I'm just going to watch this fucking Jack Russell run back and forth 20 times in medieval clothing uh that has to be rough ha rough <laughs> oh man and now that post joke depression hits when you know that nothing that you actually plan on saying will ever be as funny as that like accidental pun that just slipped out ah uh. Uh, I didn't miss an exit, but I took the wrong exit this time. There we go. Keep it up, Rick. Keep fucking up. See all these wrong turns you're making? It's a metaphor for all the wrong turns you're making in life, you fucking loser. I don't need to flog myself. I don't have to beat myself up over every little mistake. That's that's a trait I inherited from my parents, and I'm going to grow past that, and I'm going to be a, a more kind and caring and compassionate person to myself at least that's what I'll keep saying fake it till I make it I'll say it until it comes true or suck star to 45 that seems like a good place to end the uh, the recording for tonight um, yeah I guess I should I, I, I like ending the podcast on a, on the, like a you know you learn that from friends you want to end on like a cliffhanger like a, a will he won't he you know is he gonna blow his brains out is he serious or is he just joking about suicide um, <clears throat> I was listening to Mark Marin today on a podcast and he, he talked about how he's not like really suicidal but just knowing that he could at any moment is comforting and Man, did that hit me and did that vibe with me. I'm like, yeah, it it is it is comforting to know that at any time I can just I can just do it. And I it's, I think it's a control thing too. It's like I want to control the way I go out, which is, you know, a fear of death, a fear of just randomly dying like a car accident, you know, cuz that's that's a lot less control. If someone just is fucking drunk and and hits me then you know, I don't even think of those things. That, that stuff doesn't even cross my mind. I think about killing myself all day, every day. But, like, the thought of, like, dying in some random way, I don't even think about that. Does that make me naive or dumb or what? I don't know. What does that make me? It doesn't make me anything. It makes me human. This is the human experience. That's what, the, that's what this podcast is about. It's about the human experience. And I think that's a fine and dandy place to end this podcast with an uplifting note how this is about the human experience and a yeah a human experience figuring it out figuring it out 
What's it all about? We're figuring it out. Thank you all so much for uh, joining me on figuring it out. Um, I hope you enjoyed it. And if you did, uh, please like and subscribe. Um, that is how I'm, I'm trying to build my entire career. It's, it's all based on likes and subscribe. So it really means the world to me. Um, thank you all so much and I'll see you next time.